Time here. Here's a here's a lady who thinks that Canadian geese fly to Poland. Actually, I don't know where they go. Do we? Is it conspiracy? Are these birds even real? Where do they go? Self. What's that? They go to Poland. Poland? What a map are you looking at? They go south to Poland. Yeah, true story. True story. It still cracks me up. That was one of my favorite like audience interaction moments on stage of all time. That's what we call sometimes the comedy gods just hand you a gift. Hand you a gift. She thought that they go to a poll. Now, all right, let's back it up. We got some international listeners that listen to this. I've seen the map. If you don't know what I'm even talking about. In Canada, we have these things called uh, geese. Big... Uh, like snake-like birds. They look, they look like pterodactyls. They roam our streets, terrorizing uh, children. They poo green. They're horrendous. They're terrible. They're mean. They smack people with their neck. You wouldn't even think it would be able to fly. You look at, you look at a Canadian goose, and you're like, who designed this shit? It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. And they can fly somehow. And we also decided to name our country after them. Probably the one of the worst animals we even have. And we said slap the Canada brand on that. Because they look, they look strong or some shit. I don't even know. But um, they, in the, in the south, in the winter they fly. They go somewhere. Apparently they go south. That's what we've taught. That's what they teach you in Canada school. When you go... As a young little kid to Canada school, that's what they teach you. These birds fly south. No idea where they, they go. I've brought it up numerous times. We don't know. And anyone who claims to know, you send me a picture. You send me a postcard of one of those things in Florida. And then I'll believe you. So this lady, she suggested, as you heard in the clip, that they go to Poland. They go to Poland. I will have to check my map. I'll have to check my compass, Rose. But as far as I know, Poland, not south of Canada. Some would say east. Some would even say west, depending on which way you look at the earth. But either way, not up and down, left to right. And uh, it was hilarious. So like, her logic, which I appreciate, was that, well, she's, listen to her reason before you judge. Listen to her reason, okay? She's been to Poland. And she saw them there. Boom. Case closed. She went to Poland. She saw the Canadian geese. That's how you know. They have to be the same ones. They look the same. They look very... It's got to be the same one I saw last... Last December. Here in Poland? Welcome in. Bon dag, Mr. Kusen. Welcome into Poland. So... Again, that's a fun moment. I love stuff like that. When you're on stage and it's just a fun audience interaction, I love that type of stuff. All right, now let's move in. We got some big news today. News, 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 news. What's the news? 
pro it could be current, it probably is, but it could be old if I go if I just googled it, that's the news from the earth. Big news that just came in, and I know it's big news because it pops up on my phone without me even asking. Brexit! Brexit is done. Now, this is not a political podcast, and I don't follow Brexit, but from what I've heard, and my understanding is, and I'm just going to say this, no matter what side you stand on with that issue, you got to hand it to whoever came up with that name. Brexit? Brexit? Dude, it's worth it doing it just for that name. Honestly. I love when people find a clever way to combine stuff like that. Sneaky little things. Brexit? Maybe that's the whole reason they even did it was because the name was so good. Which reminds me of, remember back in like the 90s and 2000s, we used to actually give couples names? I looked this up. Here's the top 10 uh, couples names. I think the ones that we remember, everyone remembers Benifer, right? That was Ben Affleck. Affleck. And Jennifer Lopez. That was Benifer for a bit. That was a big one, dude. Power couple, right? Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Brangelina. I mean, that might even be the best one. Brangelina. Even if the relationship sucked and it's super unhealthy and you're looking at this person like, I don't even enjoy being around you. Part of the discussion has to be, yeah, but the, our names work so good. We got, maybe it's worth sticking together for the name. Forget the kids. What about the name? That's awesome. Brangelina. There's a bunch of other ones though, too, that maybe you guys remember. I don't remember these. This one's fun. This one makes me hungry. Connor Kennedy and Taylor Swift. I don't know who Connor Kennedy is. Connor Kennedy, Taylor Swift, Taco. It's, taco it's not bad. I get it. It's a little forced, right? Brangelina Benifer, very natural. You can see that on a wedding invite. Taco, we're just forcing it. We're taking letters now. What is this, Scrabble? Let's see some other ones here. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. Or is it Demi Moore? Pronouncenames.com Demi Moore? Do we have the correct pronunciation of your name? Demi or Demi? Demi Moore? Demi? Demi Moore. Or Demi? Do we have the correct pronunciation of your name? I think it's Demi. Apparently they were called Ashmi. I don't remember that. That's not bad. Kevin Federline and Britney Spears. Dude, how, how crazy is it that Kevin Federline was a person that we all knew? He What was his name again? K-Fed. Holy... Dude, K-Fed, he was a legit, depends on how you use that word, he was a rapper, 2006, K-Fed, dated Britney Spears, and they were called Speederline, Spetterline, Spetterline, that sounds like a type of boat, got the new, hey Jim, Jim, what you got back there, what you got, oh, thanks for asking, I got the brand new Spetterline. Uh, it's a Spittle Line 350. Thing fucking rips. All right. Kim Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Kim Ye. We've heard that. That's another one, dude. I get these feelings. Like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Do you think they even talk to each other? I don't know. It seems a little crazy. 
Ah, what if he won the presidency, though? Maybe that would have helped the relationship. Who knows? Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger. Chavril. Great. That's a great one. Can I just say this, too? Chad Kroger, frontman of Nickelback. You know, I know it was the cool thing for a long time. Maybe it still is to shit on Nickelback. But you know what? At least you got to give some props to the fact that was a band that started in a tiny little town. I've driven through Hannah. It's a couple hours from Calgary. And, dude, there's it's tiny. It's tiny. So regardless of, you know, how you feel, when you look at a town like that, there's like four streets, and you just think that someone could come from there and tour internationally. I don't know. You should, I feel like you should look at that and be like, that's, you know, wow. That should be inspirational. All right. Let's dip into some fan stuff here. Matt sent me a message. Um, we've talked about nose blowing on this podcast, but what about people who, who plug their nose when they jump into a pool? How about those people? I got two questions for you when you jump into a pool. Do you plug your nose? And then also, I have never been able... When I come out of the water, I have to rub my eyes to open them. Is that strange? Is that strange? Or does everyone have to do that? I don't know why. I come out of water, I have to rub like almost like windshield wiper my eyes off with my own hands or I can't see anything. But yes, I agree. It is kind of silly when you see like a grown adult plug their nose and then jump in. You're like, are you scuba diving? Sir, this is four feet of water. I don't know if we need to plug our nose. Just take the risk, right? Although getting water in your nose, geez, Louise. Man, we should add that to the worst feelings episode. Water in your nose sucks. Ugh. That sucks, man. But you got to risk it just to look cool. You're jumping in, plugging your nose. That's the same debate I have with people that run in the rain. Right? I don't know if I want to be a rain jogger. Yeah, you see those people, you pull up to Safeway or whatever, grocery store. It's sprinkling, they're jogging it in. I don't know. Come on, man. It's just water. What would Kevin Federline do? Probably drop some sick beats, dude. This is that hip-hop flavor mixed with a little bit of rock and roll. All right, let's do a quick news update. Oh my God. Not this shit again. News, news, what's the news? Now, this is something that I said a couple episodes ago about... It's one thing to have a self-driving car. It's another thing to let your car drive itself on the highway without your hands on the wheel or at least close. And then it's another thing to do what this guy did. Witnesses claim the man behind the wheel of this Tesla Model S and his passenger were asleep with their seats fully reclined. Oh my God! Self-driving car reached speeds of up to 150 kilometers an hour. Oh! Uh! two between Edmonton and Calgary this past July. The officer was quite shocked when he realized he couldn't see anybody in the test. Dude, you're insane. When he caught up with the alleged driver, Lorenzi was charged with speeding and handed a 24-hour license suspension for fatigue. The 20-year-old BC man is also accused of dangerous driving. Man. Oh my God. So you know what that is? This is a 20-year-old. He's ripping 150, self-driving. I think that's daddy's car. That's definitely daddy's car. And he's trying to be a badass. Dude, that's crazy though. I, I haven't, I've never gone 150 with my 
like hands on the wheel and my foot on a pedal and my other foot next to another pedal that I could control. He's going 150 sleeping. Now, to be fair, maybe he didn't know. Maybe he just said, hey, Tesla, drive yourself. I trust you. Maybe the Tesla is the badass. Maybe that Tesla saw another Tesla and wanted to show off, right? Maybe that's a guy Tesla. He saw a cute little pink (laughs) girl Tesla, and he's like, I'm going to go for a rip. Hold on back there, Lorenzo. Hold on. I'm trying to show off for this other vehicle right now. So that's really, man, that's crazy though. You got to be a psycho. Why do people trust stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, it's like the people that go on rides at like a traveling carnival. Are you serious? You think that those are built good? Yeah, you're just going to hop on a log ride that they threw up in 45 minutes and that's going to be fine. You are crazy. That's insane. All right, now let's finish off the way we started and watch a clip of uh, another audience interaction. Kind of like, remember how we opened the show with the Poland? That was fun. The Polish geese. Now let's see one that was a little bit different. See if you can spot the difference. Now, the reason I even talked to this table is because they were being so loud and chatty. I realized I have to engage and have to at least see what's going on. And you can see a lot of energy came back at me. Alright, and now they just start yelling Scotia. Yeah, so the whole reason they're yelling that is because they're from Nova Scotia. Very proud, which I appreciate. But again, that's something that could probably stay inside your head or save till later. Maybe after the show you tell me. Not this group. Now, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, I can't understand, it's not because of the audio quality. It's because nobody could understand what these guys are saying. They're drunk, they got thick accents, and they're all yelling at me at the exact same time. And by the way, there's no security at this club. This is a club where there's no security, no one kicks anyone out, no one polices it. So my only fighting chance to get this under control is to combat it with performance, with performance art. Which is what I'm, believe it or not, I'm trying to do right now with this, with engaging them. Save it at a time. <laughs> I think someone just yelled beer and then you dug deep into the vocabulary. Oh, you said fuck. one beer at a time. Did you say one beer at a time? All right, yeah, let's play that little piece again. Listen to this guy. Listen to what he says to me here. Yeah, you tell me. 
You tell me what that is. All right, so now he's like, you got to support. And I remember this. this is where it actually turned kind of positive. We all cheered because you got to support. And the funniest part was at the end of this clip, I talked to this guy and uh, I was like, dude, what do you do for work? And it, it, of all the things I'm expecting, he's, he's some, he's somehow he's sobered up. He's like, oh, I built uh, houses for homeless people. I'm like, you're the dude? After all this, that's literally the last thing I would expect. So anyway, that's how that one went. Now that's, I will say this, there are many more clips to come from that club. Every time that I performed there, something insane has happened. And next time, maybe within the uh, 12 Days of Christmas series here, I'll walk you guys through the uh, the one time a gentleman, a fine gentleman wanted to stab me after the show at that club. That was really fun and I'll never be back. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Merry Christmas. We have more days to come, and of course I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye!